Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon and welcome to the Punters, mate, on this 11th of the 11th. 2022, which of course is Remembrance Day. So make sure you get out and do the right thing, Remembrance Day. What is it, Cohen? You buy a poppy for Remembrance Day, don't you? Yeah, get out and get your poppies. Get out and um, get the it's poppies. It's not too late. Uh, support and remember those who came before and did such a great job. Did they what? And they should always be remembered. Speaking of people who are always remembered, Sammy Hyland joins me as he does each and every Friday afternoon. But usually I'm sitting here staring at him, but not so this week, Sammy. You're off on a bit of a Russell Coit, Leyland Brothers Expedition. Yeah, great to be with you, Chris. Oh, I'm in the Melbourne studio, and uh, yeah, I've had a pretty hectic, uh, hectic sort of week. I worked trackside on uh, on Monday, and then I jumped in the car and drove to Coffs Harbour. I, I stayed in what what could be described as a jail cell on uh, <laughs> on uh, Monday night in Coffs Harbour. It is the possibly the smallest hotel room I've ever seen in my life, and yeah, I, I didn't. I just saw that it was Ibis and it was cheap. And I was going to say, uh, you get what you pay for, you know. Dead set junk. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, so that was interesting. Then I got up four o'clock the next morning, and uh, and got to Ballarat. So I did uh, fourteen hundred over fourteen hundred k's that day. That next day, caught up with Andy Payne. It was great to get out and have a beer with Andy Payne yep. and stayed the night there and then made my way to Hamilton because the car's getting tricked up to be able to drag a chariot, Chris O. And so uh, we pick up the caravan on Tuesday morning. Uh, yeah, it's it's exciting times. i tell you what wasn't exciting when I said to my father-in-law, he, he has a caravan. And uh, I said, come on, let's, let's get out and have a little lesson, you know, because I've <laughs> never done it before. And... He dead had, dead set had to go for the Valium. He was uh, yeah he he was not keen on me uh, taking his caravan for a spin. Did you reverse it? Yeah, I reversed it into the. I reversed it between the the gates of the Dunkeld Cemetery, right? And uh, second go, second go. Yeah, oh, actually, good. it surprised me. Uh, it wasn't that difficult. Touchwood. Is it? Hopefully, I don't flip uh, the new caravan. But uh, no. I was I was yeah, and he's just. His is a big brute of a thing. Uh, it's well, it's only a foot longer than mine, so I suppose mine's going to be big. Ours is going to be big enough too. But uh, it was interesting, and it's going to be a challenge. And I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, Chris. So that also is going to be interesting. Well, you've only got a thirty-hour drive to work it out. Nothing major. I'm, I, do you know what? I'm going to take my time going yeah, back. Make it forty. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to have a few stops and just take it all in. It's enjoy it, you know. Like at least you've got somewhere to sleep. Yeah, that's right. Like uh, I just don't want any Wolf Creek experiences <laughs> running in, running into any Mickey Ta- Mick Taylors. <laughs> I had a story about that one day. Just quickly, uh, there was a guy uh, up here in Queensland, and his car broke down on the side of the road, and he hailed someone down to help him. And this is this is a fair income story. And the guy that pulled up to help him was actually John Jarrett. 
and the bloke screamed Stop when he got it. Out. <laughs> he actually screamed because <laughs> it was up at Noosa or somewhere, and I think uh, John Jarrett had a place at Noosa, and that's why he was there. So how funny is that? Oh, how would you feel? This is it. I'm gone. This can't be happening. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's good. Well, make sure we get. Uh, we'll hear all about it next week. We'll hear all about the uh, the trip back. I'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of uh, fun and games. Hopefully, all safe fun and games. But <laughs> one thing we do know is that when you can drive down to Melbourne, just uh, casually pick up a caravan, drive it back. You must be backing plenty of winners, Sammy. Uh, well, anyway, it's look. It's uh, it's uh, it's exciting times. My kids, uh, Will, Charlotte, and Matilda who are seven, six, and three, they are that excited. Oh, and uh, so it's going to be fun. And I, I think I think they're a good age to do it. As I say, I have no experience in this, but I am lucky that I am good friends with Ben uh, Wright, who is Nathan Day's uh, younger brother. And, uh, yeah, Ben, he, he's been doing it for five years, and so... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow them at Christmas. We're Good gonna, idea. We're, Bit bigger than your it. hotel room, eh? The other night, mate. <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, and well, a window too. I tell you what, you know, when you walk in, when you walk into the smallest room ever, and then you see you see there's a guard around the TV, right? I was like, what goes on in this joint? What that thing? People are coming in stealing TVs out of the wall. Like, oh, it was outrageous. It was funny though. It was funny. <laughs> Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. On today's show, we'll be chatting to apprentice Yvette Lewis, who's riding up a storm, Sammy. And one particular ride really caught my eye last Saturday night at Toowoomba because I tipped the horse and it was high IQ. It was an absolute ripper of a ride. Very, very brave. So looking forward to chatting to Yvette shortly. Uh, after the break, we're going to also catch up with Rob Heathcote, whose uh, stable are absolutely flying at the moment. We'll find out where Rothfire's going. I believe it's across to the west, uh, how he's going or if he's gone yet or if he's in transit, uh, and some thoughts on Rob's runners at uh, Doomben tomorrow, and he's got some very good ones going around. Cup Carnival's finished for another year, Sammy. Uh, what do you think of Champions Day? Was it, is it the biggest day of the, th- of the four now? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I... Look, I'm I'm a traditionalist. Uh, is that a word? Traditionalist. Yes. yes. I, yeah, and I'm I'm, uh, you know, I liked Derby Day when it was just je- every race was was top shelf, and that was the class race day. I'm, you know, I I I'm disappointed that they sort of changed it up like that, and and so it loses on the first day, and then and then to pump up the last day, mm. you know, it's I. Champions Day, it's it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, uh, the champions didn't step up this year, did they? And, well, uh, I'll give you credit there. Yeah. You did say that you didn't think Nature Strip could win, and he never really travelled like the Nature Strip that we know, did he? Well, he's you know what, he's older. He's getting older, and I just yeah, I I didn't fancy. I think he still ran fantastic, but uh, I I didn't like him at all. I I, I was, but I. I thought Willow rode uh, Giga Kick a bit conservative, bit one, you know, bit bit too far back. Yep. Just uh, if he was a bit more positive on him, um, you know, I understand he did, he was feeling. He said he f- was feeling the ground. Gee, I think he still ran well. I thought he ran well. He's he's the horse that uh, for the future that I want to be with. Uh, Giga Kick. He's I think he's a superstar, and I was thrilled to see Jamie Mott uh, win his his uh, second Group One. 
uh, on Rockin' Horse. And do you know what? Uh, I think uh, what a fantastic thing when he got interviewed. The one of the first things he said was, uh, you know, feel for Patrick Maloney. Yep. Uh, this is. This horse is his ride, and he obviously got suspended in the Melbourne Cup on a mystery. Fantastic. Good, you know, great, great sportsmanship. Fantastic that he mentioned that. It wasn't about Jamie Mott. He he thought about the bloke that had done all the work or had been riding the horse a lot and, and that would have been riding that horse. And that just shows you what sort of bloke Jamie Mott is. He's a fantastic jockey. and But, uh, yeah, hats off to him. Three boats for him because uh, I thought that was uh, fantastic that he addressed that. Yep, couldn't agree more. Uh, Animo, what'd you make of that? Just disappointing, or I, sp- I actually um, uh, spoke to a bloke on the day who was in the mounting yard, and he said this horse is cooked. It's really over the top, and uh, this is before the race, and uh, and yeah, it's they don't go forever, do they? You know, it's and you know that when they're at the top level and and going around in those races, uh, he's had a fantastic preparation, but. Yeah, from from a guy that I uh, uh, have a lot of faith in, in in summing up horses, he's been around horses all his life. Uh, he didn't think Animo on looks. He didn't think Animo could win, and yeah, he was he was spot on. Yeah, he was spot on. Anyway, we'll look. We'll see how that day uh, goes over the next uh, few years. I don't think they'll be changing it back anytime soon. They wouldn't be doing it just for a short term. So we'll see what happens. But it uh, it seemed to be a very successful day. Now speaking of very successful. How good was Golden Boom? Did you catch this one at the Sunshine Coast last Sunday afternoon? Yeah, well, I I did actually, um, and I thought uh, I thought this is the horse that Chris Nelson said will just win, and didn't it just win? Oh. Wow, wait. We should get uh, Ryan Maloney on at some stage to get his opinion because he was the one that steered it. He didn't move. I mean, this horse had had done the same at trials, but trials aren't races, as we know. And, look, he didn't beat any superstars on Sunday, but he could only win, and he did that by just sitting up on the pace. And he went from a length in front to three lengths in front when they cornered, and Ryan still hadn't moved. And his five lengths in front hadn't moved. He won by over six, and he still didn't move. Yeah, it's a, he's definitely an exciting horse, and uh, it will be interesting to see what uh, Jamie, uh, what Ryan Maloney thinks, because uh, you know he sat on a few handy ones, yeah, and uh, so he'll have good idea on how good this horse is. Yeah, and Golden Boom will go to the Sunshine Coast on Malula Bar Cup Day next Saturday, which is, of course is the first official day of the Queensland Summer Carnival. So he'll race there over a thousand meters. Looking forward to seeing him in the flesh. Is and that the day you're having? That's off? the day you're I want. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there on track, trying to give away, give out some tips. So he'll be one of them. Don't have to do much form for that race. <laughs> that'll, that'll be okay. And I've got to. Uh, I think I said to you last week. I've got to share the stage with uh, a lady by the name of Ash from a local radio station. I think it's Hot Ninety One. You know, on the Sunshine Coast. And Kyle Chalmers, the swimmer, who's going to make me look like a dwarf, Sam. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wear lifts in my shoes and about four shirts and a big jacket to make me look half, half normal next to him. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And the other one, of course, is Chinny Boom. That uh, was so impressive winning well, so impressive winning up north and then came to town. I thought it was really good uh, winning by a couple of lengths of doom in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he's going to the – or she's going to the Mode Stakes at uh, Doombin on the 3rd of December. So looking forward to seeing both of those boom horses. Now, they just keep stepping up the booms, don't they? 
Yeah, he's a fantastic, uh, fantastic stallion for the McAlpines. And uh, it was only recently I, I, I went out there uh, to Eureka Stud. Just a fantastic setup, great setup, lovely people, lovely family, the McAlpines, and do a great job. And uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, just wonderful, you know, the, the booms. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll keep going on for oh, for we'll, a good time. Yeah, a, a a good while. Yeah. Yeah. Now we saw uh, a neighbour win last Saturday. Of course, we've spoken to uh, Josh King on the uh, on the Darling Downlow. If you haven't got heard that show, make sure you tune in on Saturday mornings for the Darling Downlow. Is he in track, or you can podcast it as you can with this show. Uh, a neighbour was impressive, beating Hatchet. First winner, first uh, Metro winner for Josh King, Sam. Yeah, I'm fantastic. It was great, uh, great to see Josh get that win up and. Uh, the Steve Tregay obviously putting a lot of faith and, and support behind Josh King and he'll uh, very quickly he'll be churning out the winners in town there's no doubt about that and uh, good on him it was uh, great to see and and good to, good to hear that our, our numbers are through the roof Chris o, with the podcast so yeah both on punters mate and the Darling Downlight yeah so make sure if uh, well if you can't listen to the show but you would be listening now if you. <laughs> If I'm saying that and you're hearing it, it means you're listening. But, of course, if you missed the show at any stage, make sure you jump on uh, and get the podcast, uh, which is available through many different platforms. So you can go to Apple and get the podcast, or you can go to SEN Track and get the podcast of the Darling Download. But uh, but both uh, very good shows, Sammy, because we're involved in both of them. Now, before we, <laughs> before we chat to uh, Yvette Lewis, who we're just having a little bit of trouble tracking down, just some of the other winners that we should uh, highlight from last week, uh, Without Revenge. Uh, David Van Dyke's got this import, who uh, won at second start, two starts in Queensland for two wins, one at the Sunny Coast at a Friday night meeting, and then one last week uh, with Ryan Maloney. Again, we, we've got to get Ryan on the show because he's now starting to ride all these good horses again, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. And he, he'll be in for a big uh, big summer carnival. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And it's, you know, it's it, it, it comes around quickly, doesn't it? You know, I think it's it's it feels like not so long ago that, that the Stradbroke was on and, and uh, you know, we had a, all the good races in Queensland. Then next thing you roll into Spring Carnival, bang, Summer Carnival's here. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big couple of months. All right, what we might do, Sammy, we'll have to go for an early break uh, and then we'll come back and, uh, and have a chat with uh, Yvette Lewis. Sammy, our first guest on the show this afternoon is uh, one I've been looking forward to speaking to because she's absolutely riding up a storm, and that is Yvette Lewis. Yvette, uh, good afternoon to you. Hey, how are you going? Very well, thanks. How do we find you on this uh, sunny Friday afternoon? Um, would have just got back from the races, <laughs> from Ballina. There you go. <laughs> It never ends, does it? In the car, driving around all no. over the place. Now, first thing I want to say to you, Yvette, is... Oh, Sammy, did you have any questions off the top, or can I get straight to the... Uh, well, okay. I, I was I was going to ask Yvette Lewis, because I am not uh, so familiar with Yvette Lewis, but obviously seeing she's riding up a storm of late. But yes. how did you get involved in, in uh, horse racing, Yvette, and, and where did the love for the horses come from? Uh, so I've been riding since I was two, um, pony club, you name it, you name it, through all the way up until you know the end of high school, and then my my parents, my mum trained for a little bit when I was younger, and she was a jockey also, and 
Um, just after school, she knew a trainer down in Tamworth called Sue Grills and talked to her and I got a job just as a stable hand there to start off with and then it just worked up into getting apprenticeship there. And you've moved now, you're with Stephen Lee, is that right? Uh, yes, I moved from Tamworth to Ballinar to be with Stephen Lee, but I've moved again. I'm now located at the Gold Coast with Adam Campton. I thought you were, because we had Adam on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you've been riding a lot at the uh, at the Gold Coast. How's it, that all going? Yeah, really good. I really love it up here, and I really enjoy working for Adam. He's a really good guy, and you know, I just love the lifestyle up here, so it's going really good. It's pretty hard not and to Adam enjoy. And Adam is obviously just a, a new trainer to the training ranks, but, gee, he's been uh, doing a fantastic job since he started. He has. He has. He's absolutely flying, so it's good. It's a good stable to be with. So what's a, a day in the life of Yvette Lewis uh, consist of? What time do you have to get up in the morning? What happens on a normal day? Uh, so I start um, at the track at 3.45. Um, I do... A few freelancers, a couple for Johnny Smurden and Johnny Wallace. And um, and then I head over to Adams and ride the rest of the morning at Adams. Okay. And then you go and ride at the yeah. races most afternoons? Yeah, most days when I can get rides or otherwise um, I'm pretty much with my personal trainer or at the gym. Okay. And so do you have a uh, manager that books your rides or do you do that yourself? How does that all work? Uh, so I've only just got a manager called, uh, his name's Andrew Ackerman, and yeah, he's just taken over doing my rides for me. Is he based on the Sunshine Coast? Yes. He is, yeah, yeah, I, I know the name. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does a terrific job. Now, Yvette, first thing I want to congratulate you on is your ride last Saturday night on High IQ at Toowoomba. I thought you were in a hopeless position there before the home turn. It got pretty tight. But you somehow got your way through and got to the outside and, and won running away. It was a terrific ride and a very brave one. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've had a few compliments on, um, yeah, going up the inside and trying to get a run. And he he done a really good job, the horse. He travelled beautiful for me. And I was just at the top of the straight. I was just praying for a gap. And as soon as the tiniest bit opened, I just shot straight through there. You certainly did, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that gap came as uh, pretty much the same as uh, as you would have been at the time. But yeah, it all worked yeah. out really well. That that was a good ride. Yep. Um, he's a nice horse. Yeah. Uh, he's in again this week. Uh, a bit of a tougher race. Yeah, I, uh, Curry offered me the ride, but just um, with times up at with riding at the Gold Coast, I couldn't make it. But yeah, look, he should run well again. Like the draw shouldn't bother him, and he should just get a nice run back in behind him, and hopefully he can do what he did last week. And a good stable to get involved with. Obviously, they have uh, they won the trainers premiership at uh, Toowoomba last year, last season, and uh, yeah, they're always banging out the winners, aren't they? They definitely are. Like he got a treble there the other day up there, but. They, they go well and definitely at Toowoomba, so it's definitely a stable you want to be on up there. How do you find riding at Toowoomba? It's a quirky sort of track, isn't it? Uh, that was only my second ride there. Ah. So, yeah. Pretty I good effort then. Much. Did it with ease, did yeah, it? Yeah, so. obviously not quirky for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it is a quirky little track, but I have ridden on way worse. So it's, um, All right. Which one? No, it's okay. <laughs> um, you can just a couple of those 
bush ones out in New South Wales there. Yeah, I see from um, I see from your uh, history here, you've uh, ridden at some places I haven't even heard of. I have no idea where Mendoran is. Is it one of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's it's a it's a great day out. It's a non tab once a year meet, and it's, it's a good day out. But yeah, it's a one of those country tracks out out west. It's like, um, Sammy, did you ride any of the picnic circuit in Victoria? No, no, I was uh, no, I, uh, I didn't get involved in the picnics. But I I, I must say that uh, you know, always used to I always used to laugh and giggle sometimes. Uh, or you know, you go to to rough joints around Victoria and, and uh, what they'd feed you and in the jockey's room, you'd get a fair guide on, on how the day and, you know, how, how, uh, you know, how, how the, the track and how uh, rough everything sort of was slapped together. I know uh, you'd turn up at Stony Creek, which was a tricky track, Stony Creek, but they used to just give you egg sandwiches and ham and pineapple. So egg, one half of the sandwich was egg and the other half was ham and pineapple. Good mix. And they would have cordial in like a, um, you know, like a, uh, uh, you know, like an esky type thing. They'd just give you cordial. And I used to go, geez, this is, this is rough and tough, isn't it? <laughs> when you go to Stony and you, and you front up and you can, uh, all you can get is some cordial or an egg sandwich, I used to go, gee, um, leave me out of this. Yeah, they'll be getting something on the way home, that's for sure. I, I can see from your record here, Tamworth, Gunnedah and Inverell are the three tracks that you've ridden double-figure winners at, so they're probably your favourite three. Yeah, yeah, I really, I'm from Inverell, so it's my hometown, and yep. I've um, I've had a lot of luck there, which is good, and obviously I was based at Tamworth, so, but yeah, I like them tracks, they're good tracks to ride on, so. All right, now tomorrow at the Gold Coast, uh, from what I can see here, I think you've lost one, right? I think Half a Hope is going around tonight at the Sunshine Coast, uh, Chris Anderson's, so down to four rides at this stage, uh, the Wolverine is your first ride in race number three for John Smurden, wide gate, unfortunately. Yeah, it shouldn't bother him too much as he gets like as he gets back. But his run last start was really good, and the step up and trip will definitely suit him this time round. Now you've got, got three others, so we better run through them. Though, Sammy, you want to uh, ask about four? Half a hope half in up. race five. No, it's the one that'll come out. I think. Oh, it's half. All oh, right, Formula XL. Wow. Now this uh, this got the money last start, didn't it? Yeah. This is the horse from Hong Kong. Um, uh, uh, the old boy, Formula XL, that just got his first win on the board uh, last time round. And can he go two in a row? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. He's got... <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Look, he'll be definitely very competitive. We've got gate one, so good gate. He should be very competitive. Uh, we'll go to the last. Well, your last ride, that's Cozzy. He, he, he's a favourite of yours, and he's racing really well at the moment. He just needs to get across early. Yeah, yeah. Bad draw, unfortunately. But, look, she's probably racing in career best form. And, I, you know, I've had a lot of luck on her and good support from Johnny Wallace with her. So, But, yeah, definitely try and dig up early and try and cross him if we can. But she, she doesn't have to lead. She can't take a sit. So we'll just have to see what the speed is on the day when we jump. Not sure what's going on with the names of those horses, uh, Sammy and Yvette, but there's Cozzy, and I believe, uh, looking the other day through the form, the owners had another one called Togs. 
Oh, really? Yes, they <laughs> Togs, so they've obviously got that beachy swimming feel about them. Yvette, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. We really appreciate your time. Wish you all the best at the Gold Coast tomorrow and beyond, and I'm sure we'll be speaking to you again soon. And again, congratulations on that ride last Saturday night. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's a pleasure. All the best. Yvette Lewis joining us there. Sammy, we'll head for a break. Is the punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome back to the punters, mate, on this Friday afternoon. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland, and we will soon be talking to Rob Heathcote. Sammy Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Just before we get to Rob, Sammy, we were speaking to Yvette Lewis, which was terrific before the break, and we were talking about uh, tight race courses. Down in Victoria, there's a track by the name of Druin that you would know well uh, that has picnic meeting every boxing day. And uh, it's also a golf course. The track, uh, the, the actual course is in the middle of the track and sort of winds around the track. I remember playing golf there one day and I got to a part where there was a running rail and thought, this is interesting. So I had a look at the track and I reckon I could have, you know how short I am, I, I could have uh, lied down horizontally and touched one running rail, and my feet would have touched the other running rail. <laughs> That's how small that track was. So we talk about tight tracks. Crikey, I wouldn't want to ride there. Rough and tough at, uh, at Druin. Yeah. Uh, but a good day. By all reports, it's a good it day It is a good there. day. Drew I actually worked there with a, with a bookmaker too once as a, uh, as, a, uh, as a penciler back in the day when you had to write the actual bets down, and I ran out of room on the page. It was the first day I worked with him, so I was a bit stressed. He said, just write them on your arm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, we, we, always good to catch up with Rob Heathcote, who's training a stack of winners at the moment. Rob, good afternoon to you. Yeah, good day, Chris. Good day, Sammy. Thanks very much for uh, for your time this afternoon, Rob. Uh, before we start, we thought we might just get a uh, an update on Rothfire. Has he gone to Perth? Is he there yet? No, he's not. He's uh, he's in horse heaven, as Melanie described. Uh, Euroa, Ben oh. and JD Hayes property up there. So he's he's left Melbourne. He's, he's having a week at at Euroa under the care of uh, Gary Fennessy and and the boys. They're doing a bit of light work with him. So it's it's worked out perfect after that tough run in the Champion Sprint, where he's the best eight in my life. He's run yeah. eight, and been beaten one point two lengths. It was a huge run. Yeah, you must be. Uh, so he'll go to Sydney. You'll go to Sydney Sunday. Sydney on Sunday. You must... Sydney Sunday and then fly to Perth on Monday. Okay. So when's his first race in Perth? Is it next Saturday? Uh, Saturday week. Saturday week, okay. 26, 20, yep. 26 or 27. Okay. And, and you must Rob, have... Just, just okay. before you go, Sammy, I'm just going to say, you must have been wrapped with uh, with his progress and what he did during the carnival. Oh, he had a super carnival, you know, winning the McEwen at, at, around the valley for the first time and he was unlucky in the Moya when he got willowed. And then uh, he ran a he ran a super 
super raced in the Manicato and he's run up the straight for a horse for the first time, you know, and it was always going to be a big ass taking on arguably the, the Everest Mark II. Um, you know, and he ran super. You know, being drawn next to Nature Strip probably, you know, did 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 Rothfire no favour and probably got Nature Strip beat because they want they went a little bit keen and set it up for the run on horses a bit. But no, I'm very proud of his effort. He's had a he's had a super spring, which is the reason why we're heading off to Perth. There's a couple of lovely races over there for him. Rob, wasn't it fantastic to see the Queensland horses have a real presence uh, at, the, at the Flemington Carnival? Uh, not just the Flemington Carnival, the, the whole uh, Melbourne Spring Carnival uh, this year. I, something, you know, I, I just thought the fact that, that uh, we didn't just see one or two Queenslanders win, quite a few of them won. They were all running well. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a, a terrific thing. Oh, I agree, Sam. And I, and I think also... The, the logistics of it all, it, it, it's, it's easy. Well, it's so easy. I, I suppose we're all a little more accustomed to travelling our horses now. You know, Steve and um, Matty Hoisted, they did super. Tony's horses, well, they always go super no matter where they go. But in the main, our horses represented the state well. And, you know, we, we came home with a few chocolates. And I think it'll open the door for uh, further travels next year. And I know, you know, Desley Forster... When we well, didn't go as good as she hoped in Sydney, but you know, still having a crack, willing to travel our horses if they're good enough. Yeah. Uh, go on, Sammy. Oh, no, no I, I think uh, I, just, I just, I, you know, I, I, I've said it before, and I've said it before to to Chris. You know, um, obviously we've seen the 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 good Queensland horses like Buffering, and you, you know, go down and have a presence in Melbourne. But I just think. Overall, to to have uh, quite a few horses come from Queensland that that weren't top top liners like a buffering was, and but still you know uh, be winning and uh, like Rob says it, you know people more people will look at it more Queenslanders will look at it uh, in the coming spring as well for the future. I would think saying you know what we, we can be competitive down there, and uh, whereas once upon a time you'd have to take your best horses, wouldn't you say, Rob? Oh, 100%, Sam, and, and throw in the, you know, the factor that bloody prize money. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, even, you're right, Sam, in the past we'd take our best horses and, and, and target the, the, the absolute feature races, but now even the second, third tier races still have very lucrative prize money. So, yeah, that's part of the reason too, I think. Are you surprised, Rob, that not more... Uh, I know it's a long way away, but Queensland horses going to Perth for their carnival, I think it's a great fit, uh, especially if they're down that way as Rothfire was. Again, it comes back to that word I use, Chris, logistics. Yeah. You know, the RAWA, the West Australian Racing Association, Perth Jockey Club, they, they put together this wonderful enticement scheme where, admittedly, the horses this year are flying out of Sydney so we've got our make our way to Sydney, but that's not a hurdle too too big to overcome. And they fly us over there. Uh, they make you know wonderful arrangements for stabling and all the rest of it. And they give a, a cash incentive for hotel costs and flights. And this is deducted off the prize money, which incidentally is pretty lucrative. Yeah. So you know it's a win-win for you know connections, trainer, jockey, uh, punters, of course, to get the. The, the well-performed eastern eastern horses. I, I don't know what sort of presence they're going to have there this year, uh, but you know I'm, that's 
part of the reason I'm taking Rothfire over. The winter bottom's worth $1.5 million and the gold rush the same. So, you know, if they want to take thirty grand for costs off his eight hundred thousand first prize, I'm happy to pay it. Yeah, and 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 the fact that you you're ninety nine point nine percent sure of racing on a good track. I mean, really, they don't get much rain, if any, that time of year in Perth. And that was one of the factors, Chris, to to take Rothfire over. We know he's better on top of the ground, and uh, Tommy Barry was going to go over and ride him, but Tommy's dad's not doing too well, so he doesn't want to travel. But I have a very able replacement in Damien Oliver. You sure do. Now, plenty of runners over the weekend. Kick off tonight. Are you making the trip up the uh, the Bruce tonight with this horse, or are you going to stay home? Neo, clack, clack. I got, go on. Chris, I got, I got married on Remembrance Day, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> and uh, I, I had myself down. I had myself down to the races tonight. My wife said, you know, we've got dinner on Friday night, so no, I'm going to dinner. <laughs> it's safer. Well, I hope that doesn't. Uh, that's not an indication of the uh, the horse's chances, neoclassicism, because I think it's a good thing in the first race. Nice horse, yeah. No, son of Juan Gemma, out of Treat Me Like a Lady, who we enjoyed some good success with with the Glen Logan crew, Johnny Hasler and Steve Morley. And yeah, he's a nice horse. We've been very patient with him. He had a one first up run. We're only going to beat a couple of lengths. It was a good run. We've we've given him plenty of time and. Uh, we had him in a race last week, but uh, Tony had golden booming, so mm. we thought we'd bypass it and have a crack at this one. Yeah, and I thought the trial, uh, I know you put a little bit of pressure on him in the trial, but I love the way he responded, then uh, was wrapped up again near the line. Yeah, nice horse. I mean, uh, Bailey will be taking him up. And look, he, uh, Brody Loy, I think he's a good fit for the horse. Uh, he won't necessarily have to lead, you know, as long as he's, he's travelling there. It got him nice and balanced in a good rhythm. Uh, he should be too good. Now, tomorrow at uh, Doombin, you've got some very nice chances. You've got two really good mares that I've latched onto and I'm really keen on. Certainly, Driver Deal, race five, number five. We'll go back to the two-year-old at the end. Race five, number five. She's she's just loving racing, isn't she? She's loving getting out to the mile, a bit of a freshen up. She maps beautifully. be surprised if she got beaten, Rob. Yeah, I would be too, but I'm a realist, Chris, and, yeah. and know around Doombin, over a mile, funny things can happen. But I heard with her the first couple of runs when I first got her. I knew she was a good horse. And uh, we rode her a little bit too aggressive in the first couple of races. So I hit the reset button, bought her back, and she's gone bang, 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 put three really nice wins on the board, barrier two tomorrow. You know, and she, she's just so well in mm. at the moment. So she's on the up. We've got some nice, juicy plans for her going forward. I think a race like the Wave uh, down the Gold Coast, you know, for four-year-olds over 1,800 metres, that, that's going to be the target race for her. But if we can win another one or two on the way, then we'll take it. But she's a, even when you look at her, Chris, she just exudes quality. Race six, you've got uh, Ekaterina. Yeah, nice filly. It's out of that wonderful mare of mine uh, for... Ken Tontos is the grand dam. Fun Tontos is the dam. And uh, she's by Russian Revolution, hence the name. And, you know, she was super last start. She won that coming from the tail of the field. And she has a bloody eye ulcer. On the Sunday morning, she had a black eye. And I was a a bit worried with it because I don't think the racing public are generally aware of how you know sensitive a horse's eyes are, and there's usually so much debris being thrown back through the field. And she got whacked in the eye, and 
And I, in, in the end, on the Monday morning, I was so worried on the Sunday, I took her to the, um, the, the, the vet hospital uh, where she had a week in hospital. Um, basically what they do, they, close, they put a catheter in the eye, close the eyelid, and they have to inject antibiotics wow. uh, pretty much every two hours. Intensive treatment to save their eye. Now, fortunately, in the prompt action, it, you know, within within four or five days, she was she was off the critical list, and she's back and she's good to go again. So hopefully, no black. But she raised it at the tail of the fields. You always got to cop some debris, so that's right. a concern. And the speed of the race is probably the main concern I have. Certainly adds further merit to the win, doesn't it? Oh, it does. But you know, like Chris, it's usually the next day that these black eyes come to light. Yeah, and, and it's a lot more common than what we think, particularly when there's some soft tracks around, when there's a, you know the top gets knocked off by their hooves and thrown back through the field. So it's, it's really quite common. But she's good enough to win, but it's all going to come down to the tempo. If they, they only go on moderate tempo up front, it might well be hard for the run on horses to win. Now, speaking of tempo, you've got Hatchet backing up at this stage in, uh, in race number seven tomorrow. Uh, I was keen last week, but uh, unfortunately beaten by the tempo. Enabler just was able to get too easy a time in front. Yeah, and I, was, I, I still give Kyle a good ribbon for that one. <laughs> Sitting three or five. I even showed him, Chris, your comment in best bet, sat too far back. Yeah. Just just to uh, just to have a bit of a laugh with him. Look, he, he knows he made a slight error of judgment there. But, you know, full credit to Larry and, and uh, yeah. the Enabler. Crew, they, they they stole the race and were, were really strong up the run. I think they ran thirty three, four or five or something in the last six hundred. So really good ride. And, um, yeah, so he's backing up this horse. I mean, until they do it, Chris, you don't know if they can successfully do it. But you, know, you only have to look at his form. He's honest. He's consistent. He always puts in. He's not a very big horse, but he's a tough little bugger. He licks his bin out every day. Um, he, he'll be thereabouts in the finish without being a, a mile. In the last, uh, release the beams. Release the beans, should I say? An extremist. Disappointed with release the beans first up, and <clears throat> both Bailey and I were quite confident he'd go well. But whether or not it was a thousand meters, or whether or not it was the uh, the Eagle Farm, I don't know. I mean, he we, we'd ran a blood on him on the Monday, Tuesday, and it. It had a couple of parameters that were out, which we feel we've fixed now, but he's been working super. He looks in great order. So up to the 1,200, we're, we're more confident, even though he's drawn tricky. But, you know, Jimmy Orman, the way he's riding at the moment, anything can happen. But extremists, where you just love, you love mares like her. She's yeah. going for five in a row. She's, again, she's not very big, but she's tough and she's honest and she'll give a, a good account of herself again. What do you think you'll do from that gate, Rob? With extremists, uh, talking with Anne Jones this morning when she popped into the stables, we we kind of think that there's enough speed where four or five of them I think will vie for the lead, and Anne showed us at her last run that she has the ability to to take a sit behind the speed. Yep, that that's probably where we'll end up being. And she, I remember her in a race earlier on in her career, back in the field and running on strongly too. Oh, 100%. So we feel she's versatile. And, and as you know, the, these horses, they go through their grades and they're progressive and, you know, it, it gets tougher. It doesn't get easier. And we're hoping we can take her to a, 
a listed race at the Gold Coast in a couple of weeks with another good run on Saturday. So, yeah, the fact that she has that versatility, it, it holds her in good stead for this race tomorrow, I think. Last question for you, Rob. Uh, back in race number one, you're sending around the favourite in the two-year-old race of Bounding on debut. Gee, the trials have been very, very impressive. They have. And, look, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. She, she's she got to this stage where she's got to go around a short price favourite because usually, Chris, they, they go shin sore or they get an upper ear respiratory issue or something goes wrong, but nothing has. <laughs> Here we are. We're going to the race tomorrow with a horse that, you know, is a genuine winning chance. She's clearly showed she's got ability. Yeah. Uh, ben Ben Thompson was in my stables this morning. Shows you how ten he is. He jumped on her this morning and said she's ready to go. Only a small field, uh, five to run, and she's drawn the outside, which may not be such a bad thing because it's going to give Ben the option of where he sits. He can either push forward and try and cross. If there's a lot of speed underneath him, he can elect just to sit back off her because she's just she's got such a beautiful nature. Um, I'll leave that one up to Ben. Yeah, well, she seems to be able to. If if you want, she can do it at the beginning and she can do it at the end of her uh, or trials to date so far. So I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, her go around tomorrow. Rob, thanks so much for your time. Good luck tonight in the first race and good luck at uh, Dooman tomorrow and good luck with Rothfire in uh, in a week and a half or a couple of weeks time. Good on you, and may I say happy anniversary to yeah. my lovely wife. Happy anniversary. I hope you have a really good dinner tonight. How smart was that, Sammy? Get married on Remembrance Day, son. You never get into trouble. I like that. I know, I know Vicky will be listening. It's, you, you are too good, Rob Heathcote. You are too good. <laughs> See you, boys. Thanks, Rob. Cheers. Rob Heathcote, join us there. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Sammy, it's that time of the week where we need to find some winners, and who better than to do that for us than Blair Gibson from brizzyraces.com.au. Gibbo, good afternoon to you, and before you say anything, I think you were the only one that even got close to getting a winner out of our tips last week. You got a couple of seconds. Yeah, great. Yeah, that really helps, doesn't it? <laughs> well, at least it's something. Better than Sammy than I did. No, hello, Sam. Hello, Chris. How are we? Very, very well. And uh, you, how's the weather on the Gold Coast? I can only imagine it's glorious. Yeah, it's outstanding today. It's outstanding. We'll be on a good track. Um, look, the small field, obviously, with the track Renos and that, you know, we, we've got limited field sizes and, and that can make it tricky recently, but... Obviously, prices will be very important, but pretty confident this week. Um, There's a couple of good bets early in the day. We'll start off in race one, number three, Gossip Talk. This horse has got some speed when you watch the replays. Um, showed enough in a first prep, and then the trial this time in was, was really, really good. Oh, I can't see anything possibly leading her. And I think around 900 metres at Gold Coast, it's a a terrific target first up. Um, she'll lead to a great sight and uh, more than happy to have something on early in the day, race one, number three. Okay, we'll kick off there. Uh, and then race three, we'll go number two, isometric, Waller-Dittman combo. Just hope the bookies don't overreact to that. Um, look, this horse has had a few chances and been in the market a couple of times, but she has found a really, really weak race here. We'll be fitter for the recent runs. Um, from the good gate, can sit that bit closer. I think probably sits midfield. 
as I said, keep booking a Dittman. And I just think it's a better horse than these. Um, will not quit. You know, he's been at home last start and meets a bear at the waist, but I just think Isometrics fitter now and sort of ready to peak. So race three, number two, I think is the next best of the day. You got one more? Um, yeah, well, I, I think this one should be a rough It should come up a, a decent price. Race six, number eight, Case here. And we know it sort of raced in town a long time ago, but it's had about a year, year and a half off. Uh, it's had the three runs back, um, ordinary fresh, just improved next time, improved again last start, and actually thought it was going to run into the race. Just got checked at the sort of 200 right when you didn't want to. So hard to know what it had to give, but I, geez, I thought it was going to run into the race. Um, I just think fourth up off that long break, it's just needed that racing and could come up the wrong price simply because of um, how the prep's gone so far. So race six, number eight, Case here, hopefully can be our roughie for the day. All righty, race six, number eight, Case here, race three, number two, Isometric, race one, number three, Gossip Talk. Quickly, have you got a moral for uh, Doombin? Oh, no. No, there you go. One word, no. <laughs> what race is that in? <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. No, I just... Uh, prices and that didn't grab me too much there, I don't think. Um, okay. thought Manazi was a chance, but just it's sort of into the... <laughs> it's sort of been supported, so I think it's short enough now. You didn't get the $11 when it opened? No. No, <laughs> not, not that smart. Not that smart. You know that. It's really caved in, Manazi. Gibbo, thanks for your time this afternoon. Have a great weekend. Hope you're back a winner. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Blair Gibson joining us there. A terrific judge on the Gold Coast. And uh, you'd be a wise man to follow Gibbo's tips right around the country. Sammy, uh, your best somewhere, anywhere around the country tomorrow. The punter's, rate, punter's mate moral. That out. Uh, Toowoomba, race eight, Ooh. number three, Flying Joy for the crop stable. What about Doombin? I'm so happy to hear that Rob Heathcote, how he spoke about abounding. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it'll be winning. What about what about Ben Thompson turning up to ride at work this morning? Just have give it a little spin and a deal. You what, that's old school Craig Williams stuff, that is. Just just well, turn up the day before it goes to the races. Just have a little sit on it, make sure everything's all good. If anyone reminds me of Craig Williams, it's Ben Thompson. Yeah, you know, well, he, he was he was apprenticed to his father, so well, I think that's go. where it all rubs off. He he, he they they uh, similar mannerisms, um, very very um, when when they talk, they're very similar, very detailed, very precise, and do the homework. So that doesn't surprise me at all. So good luck to Ben. He's riding in a. He's riding really well, in great form at the moment. Uh, so that's your best anywhere is that to us. I won't ask you for a Toowoomba tip because you've given out Flying Joy, which was a moral beaten last start. Uh, Sunshine Coast rates tonight, as we know. I like a few of them there. I like race one, number six, Neo Classicism, who we mentioned with Rob Heathcote. Race four, number six, Tarex, resumes from a spell. Promising tight from the uh, Laurie Mayfield Smith stable. Uh, has good ability, this one. Ran third in the Winx Guineas, the same track uh, back in the winter time, so I'll stick with those two quickly. I don't have a lay. Oh yes, I do. I'll lay Orbison. I just anywhere it goes. I think this horse is overrated. That's in the last race at Doom, and you got a lay at all, Sammy? I don't. I haven't got a lay actually. Okay. I... Thanks, Sammy. Safe travels on your trip back from Melbourne to Queensland. Let's wind up the show now with my best ever and favourite guitar Euro song. <laughs>